0: what
1: we did the cilantro jalapeno janet varney mustard um
0: <laughs> yeah we're just we're just hanging out here eating our you don't have to talk so
1: loud. what you don't have to talk so loud no
0: you're, it's your headphones i think that are on loud okay i promise it's your
1: face that's on loud, that, but whatever
0: And welcome to a long-anticipated episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Becky and I are together in Berkeley. Lily's in Spain. We have now all officially watched The Rise of Skywalker at least once. That is what we're talking about today. Becky, we saw together. It was my second time. How are you doing and what's next? did you eat?
1: Okay, so let's start off. We'll give you the full experience. We arrive at the theater. I realize I'm a little bit shaky because I haven't had enough to eat. And I ask Vlad, "Is it a good idea or a bad idea to get movie theater chicken fingers?" And he goes, "That's a great idea." So I ate a little bit of Vlad
2: to like be on board with the yeah. sketchy now, food
1: idea.
0: So I Vlad, ate Vlad, mom, and dad, and us.
1: Yeah. So I ate a box of movie theater chicken fingers, and I got to tell you. I'm on the AMC Emeryville bandwagon of chicken you fingers. Should, you should You're
0: get. You great. should get A-list. I have yeah. A-list.
1: So I had chicken fingers. Then I ate a tub of popcorn. I drank half of Vlad's forty-ounce Coke, and then I split a bag of peanut M&Ms with Shy. Let's just say <laughs> I am very salty and very nauseous. <laughs>
0: And <laughs> and Becky also made up a diagnosis no, of a disease later for that herself.
1: Evening, later that evening, I broke out into like a rash all over my face and arms, and everyone's like, "You have a rash." It's and I'm like, "Yeah, salt. you know, because I ate too much salt," and no one believes me that that's a real. It rash. happened to me once. Thank you, Lily. It ate happened too to many me. Once. Salty crackers, and she broke out into a rash mm-hmm. all over her face. Those rice crackers. Yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. Like so it's a real thing. I have that a only sensitivity Lily to my from. And I clearly had too. For much
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the. Medical Podcast with
1: Becky. <laughs> things that are probably true, Starring. <laughs> <laughs> Becky
0: Becky has diagnosed me with a few random things since we've been here as well. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. I
1: so, should be like a part-time doctor.
0: We've been we've been talking about Star Wars for 2 years now <laughs> on this podcast since the last Jedi reaction episode. We started the podcast a few weeks before that that came out. We were hotly anticipating the most amazing thing ever. Everybody knows just to bring you up to speed. The name of that episode is We Bought a Zoo in Space, (laughs) which was the general consensus of the family. Now here we are, Rise of Skywalker. I have already given my initial reaction on the mini episode. So let's start with my sister's overall reaction. I'm going to go in chronological order who's seen it because Lily, you you saw it first. Lily, Fair. what did you think? That's
2: not true. You saw it first. No, China but I gave 80s. my
0: reaction already on, in the previous Oh, episode.
2: right. Yes. Um, I loved it. I loved it. Everything that is great about it, I loved, and everything that people say they didn't like it about it is the reason I loved it. So,
1: <laughs> like, I
2: don't even know. You're going
1: to tell me why people didn't like we'll it, get, because I can't we'll think of a that. reason not to like it. Exactly,
2: and then when I started, re- I was like, you know what? Like, I'll let's read up on like some things that people don't like about it. And then I was like, nope, no, nope. that's exactly like- why I liked it. And and I, I I feel like what's funny is that I consider myself a very open minded person, and especially like unlike Shy, who when he doesn't like something, there's no going back. Um, whether it a food be a food item, or a movie, or a television show, um, a music type of music, or whatever. I, on the other hand, am willing to be, like, persuaded. I like to hear both sides of the story. In this, I, I read an article about, like, from somebody who was a huge fan of The Last Jedi and didn't like this movie. And I was like, oh, I'm I'm really curious to to hear what they have to say. And literally, point by point, I was like, nope, that's what I loved about it, like – I thought it was great. Now, there are certain things because no movie is totally perfect, but come on, I'm not going to pretend it's a perfect movie. I liked it. I thought it was great. I had a lot of fun. I laughed. I cried. I got emotional. It's the ending of a, a massive piece of pop culture, legendary history. It was great. Like, I don't, the fact that I could walk away from that being like, this was so fun. This was a great movie. What more do you want?
0: very cool all right yeah we're not going to do spoilers just yet we will as soon as we've done the initial reactions becky i mean i don't know why
2: you wouldn't do spoilers nobody is listening to this if they haven't seen this movie fair enough
0: but let's just try to get do no spoilers for the first three minutes so what
1: what i i enjoyed it you know for, for i enjoyed it for two main reasons um the first reason is because every moment was exciting. Every moment was story. Every morning moment was something relevant, you know? It didn't feel like we were wasting time. It was two hours and 20 minutes of relevant storytelling, which seems to be about Jam the packed. opposite. Like jam-packed. Like it was extremely exciting, you know? And and it was, like I said, every scene was either revealing something important or pushing the story forward in, in, um, in an interesting way. So that's one. And two, I um, I liked it because I thought it was a great completion to the saga. Um, it was like Lily said; it was emotional. I definitely just spent the last half an hour crying. I had a few. I like, cried again the second time I was sitting next to Becky. Moments, and um, I think it really brought the heart of Star Wars with a more contemporary uh, style to it. You know, it's not as campy as the original three. Like you know but it still had you know sweet moments and and cute moments and the things that you look for that you love in a star wars film while also being you know very modern feeling like it didn't feel like it was somehow stuck in the 80s or 70s yeah absolutely um yeah so i loved it
0: uh, and I'll just say, reflecting further, I absolutely loved it. I know there are flaws, but there's flaws in every Star Wars movie. What are the
1: flaws? Can someone tell me? Well,
0: well, I mean, we'll get to them in a second. But I, I was just saying, it's not perfect. There are, you know, there's your odd plot hole here and there. But what to me, what the strengths of it were, you got to see the core characters together. It made me so happy. Uh, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, and Daisy Ridley are fantastic actors. They are. Great actors in their own right, which one can say wasn't necessarily known when they cast the other movies, um, or necessarily all those actors were as good as they could have been. But these are great actors, and they are great together. And so I loved seeing them all together, and I loved what the relationships and the growth that they took everybody on. It the the bottom line is this: at the end of this movie, all this movie made me wanted to do was see more Star Wars and see more movie. And I haven't felt like that about Star Wars in two years. And mm-hmm. so for me, I can't wait to read the next thing or see what happens with this story or get back to the Mandalorian, whatever it is. I'm 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 even going to rewatch Solo with a new, open, happier mind. So hmm,
1: wow. that's where I am. That's OK, How powerful the film was. Now,
0: if you're listening, every moment forward will inadvertently or advertently have spoilers. We're going to try to do this in a structure because otherwise there's just too much to unpack. First of all, before we get to the criticisms, just your best moment. Who, 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 who who wants to go first with their best moment?
1: Best moment,
2: like a best. Well, I would say that the moment that, like, I would say that the moment that I wouldn't say shocked me, but got me to like my Star Wars core, that like inner Star Wars fan, that was um, hearing but not really believing it until he appeared on screen. Was hearing the hey kid. And I was like, no, he, who, who would say, hey, kid, no, that I was like, that's weird. Why would, and for a second, I was like, Poe wouldn't, why would Poe call him, hey, kid? (laughs) So how did Poe get on that star, uh, the Death Star? Like, it it went through my head like a split second. second. I was just, no, hey, kid is like a solo, that's a solo kind of thing. And Poe is kind of like the, like a newer version of him, right? It was like, or just like in his vein type of. You know, mm-hmm. rebel piloty kind of guy. So when I heard "Hey kid," I was like, "Wait, that's weird." They're like the same age. And then, then I heard the voice in my head. And I was like, "Oh my god, that 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 can't be him." And then you, you hear "Hey kid" first, and then you see, um, Harrison Ford, looking at him, and and just like I was, I really like I was looking at them like they were really father and son. I, was like, I
0: mean, to me, oh really to me, it was, very me, it was, it was huge insane. because Not I never me, thought. It
2: was I never thought he, was, he would be in the movie. I, I thought he, was thought he done would come back. Yeah. And done.
0: I never thought I'd see him again. And I also loved that it put some symmetry on that terribly sad, heavy scene of him killing his own father in The Force Awakens. And to me, there was and symmetry his mother, that was needed. And
2: also seconds after his mother died killing him, having him killed.
0: Well, yeah. Sacrificing herself like, to, 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 to,
2: to kill him. To have Ray be able to win. Yeah. You know, I don't... in the Through the force, does she know that he actually gets brought back to life? I don't know. But she's involved in a very sad moment with him. And then Harrison Ford is there to tie it all together. I thought that was... I mean, to me, that was... They got me with that. I also didn't guess at... I did not predict that... and Maybe a lot of people did out there. That Ray was a Palpatine. So when that's revealed, I was like, ah, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So those two moments... Your big moments in the movie. What about you, Beck?
1: Um, I have one particular shot that I loved more than it's my favorite image of the entire film, and it's at the very end when they're fighting Palpatine, and they um, and and it's the shot where you have kylo ren slash ben in the foreground and then ray right next to him and they have their lightsabers up by their faces and it's that close up and to me that was just the like the most exciting shot exciting moment of the whole movie um but then and i don't know if this is controversial or not but i loved this is like a big spoiler though so yeah i hope go you stop it. listening no i, I promise I, you nobody who
2: hasn't seen it is listening to this i'm
1: sorry but i absolutely loved at the very end of the film when Ben is holding Ray and they kiss and it's just like this beautiful moment of them like being so deeply connected and I just I was crying I loved that moment,
0: Lily. That was a star-crossed lover situation. Star-crossed lovers, literally say, stars.
2: And what? Literally, <laughs> I have to say to it Shy, it's ironic because I, one of the things I loved so much about this movie is that there was no romance, right? But it, like, but I, it's, I was a no no wait but listen i was annoyed even everything annoyed me about the last jedi but one of the things that had really annoyed me was when like rose kisses finn and she's like oh, I rewatched die, that or scene recently that was the and i was just like I've it's so seen. it's so bad and and i know they allude to finn loving uh ray and to me in this movie that's enough like his attachment to her and, and, and love for her, that's enough. I don't need to see like a makeout scene. Of course, that being said, I love Leon Han in the mm-hmm. original movie. So like, it's not like I, yeah, I'm against were, romance in Star Wars. But even though they were leads, they were like, still secondary to Luke's story.
1: So it felt like it was okay. Like it wasn't about the main sure, character they also having had the love best story. The best which...
2: chemistry ever. And it made sense. It wasn't just a force a romance. That was a great mm-hmm. romance between the two, cu- the two people. In this, I like that there wasn't, And then I said to Shai, however... At the same time, you have like the ultimate star-crossed lovers in the, yeah, in the it, movie. It, was, it sort of and it
1: transcended beyond just a romance just, story for a film. Right. Like I said, it was. not I said like, "Like,
2: wait, why couldn't they just like get married and have like superstar babies?" Well, and, and, those babies and that's clearly
1: have a, could have a real mean streak in them. That's probably why. Yeah, um, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, it but, but, was this moment. It's of, not like, about ultimate right. connection it, between the two it, of them. It wasn't
2: a. There wasn't a will they, won't they of the two of them in this movie. It wasn't. It was, that wasn't the point. It was just like it comes out of her naturally to do that. And I, and he is such a good actor, guys. Like, oh he my God, so Adam Whoa. Driver. Whoa. I, I recommend anybody that loved this movie, I highly recommend seeing A Marriage Story on Netflix just to see him perform like just incredibly. Like, he is a, he is one of the actors of our generation for sure. Yeah. And in that moment, when he looks back at her and he smiles and he sees possibly an entire life that he has lost because uh, of hate, because of the dark side, everything he lost, and just for that moment, he got he got to feel the force, the good, the happy. And that smile on his face, I'm like, that's that. That is true acting. I'm sorry. I thought he did that. It, it was
0: amazing because I went into this. I went into this never believing he could be good. Like, to me, the twist was, wow, he's the emperor now. This is it. The Skywalkers are going to be proven to have been bad, you know, like bad blood all along. And uh, his acting... Also, it
2: was like, how could he... It would be so hokey, right? If he was just like, then he was good.
1: I but totally it wasn't. That.
2: I actually found that to be
1: a great
2: twist.
0: I, and And I think that his acting and the way they pieced it together, that turn with Leia giving herself over to the Force, building on the elements of The Last Jedi where the, they, they showed you these new Force powers, but they were Force powers with consequences that to exert and to and to uh, uh, project Max yourself, you essentially yeah. could die. And the fact that his mother did that to distract him with just enough time, but then also the fact that they had set up in The Mandalorian the healing process that Rey uses... That gives of her life force over to him. To me, wow, that was something we hadn't seen before. That's something Luke was not even capable to do of his own father. He well, wasn't because, able to heal him
1: because you also have to understand that Ray and Kylo Ren are are uh, even they're even more powerful. Right, right.
0: They're this dyad, they're, the dyad yeah, in the force. Exactly. Also, Ray is one of the other great elements of that. Is that Ray has really been trained? They we don't know exactly know the time jump. But Leia is her Jedi master. She has done the training properly. She hasn't whined. Can for she be like a Jedi everybody.
2: master though? She's not a Jedi. Is that a plot hole?
0: I think no. I think what the the implication is is that she was. I mean, hidden, I don't care that just, she was a hidden Jedi master all along. I believe it was Mike Roberts, dear friend of the mm-hmm. show, um, uh, the director of uh, da- the creator of Dallas and Robo, and director of Final Space and and other projects to come. He he called it Leia as a pocket jedi was actually a really cool element mm-hmm. of the movie this was actually doing it right it was through subtlety it was through lessons and wisdom it wasn't through Not having her in space. Peter Pan
2: across the screen you mean Yeah exactly okay. yeah okay.
0: and and when you see Ray's skill level running the training course and doing the meditating she's doing things that Luke never could do but part of that is because Leia ends up being Leia comes out of retirement to be her teacher so my that segues to what I thought was it's like overwhelming for me to think about to me is the final few minutes when a ray chooses her family chooses that Luke and Leia are her adoptive parents um, and her the you know her adopted models and chooses to be a Skywalker that's one element that I thought was incredibly beautiful and I'll, we can dive into that a little bit more, but the other one was, and I say this because we're a sibling podcast, but the honoring of the bond of the two siblings in the burying of the two lightsabers together, to me was a validation of something that we were missing in the other two movies was hey these guys really were close yes they were broken apart a bit but they loved each other and they reinforced each other and supported well, each other and the
1: fact that we see the that training scene of luke training leia right and that obviously you know in these moments that weren't in the stories that we saw their bond continued to be strong and support each other and grow and anyways yeah. yeah, shy I, when i, finished I was movie, I, I, I cried say, both times
2: shy was telling me like you know that was his favorite scene as i was coming out of the movie he was telling me that and he's like that's gonna be me you and Beck together we'll when we're dead the i was like together yeah i was like well, that's gonna be the three of us hunting our kids being like we're watching you hide our shit <laughs> don't you touch our <laughs> stuff so, to all of our kids like yeah. old like Just, fuzzy glowy the the shot the shot of putting
0: luke and leia's forest ghost was amazing um and so let's unpack uh let's unpack for a minute ray being a skywalker i think
1: being a skywalker
0: like the way she she, she chose did. to be one well, to me that was the, the best thing. way that was the best for way you. to i'll just say the best way to solve the issue of pe- there were there's a camp of people who wanted Ray to be no one and there's a camp of people who want ray wanted to be descendant of a skywalker or or something powerful a dis-
2: okay a descendant mm-hmm.
0: and i think with this ultimately the laid on this bigger message of you can choose your path and you can be who you want to be and that to me is always about Star Wars is about choice Okay, and but here's fear. the thing
2: for you it really bothered you that she was going to be no one and that, I was just talking to somebody. I was at dinner and I was just talking to somebody, and they were like, Yeah, but they they knew all along that she was a Palpatine. And they just tricked you. And I was like, No. One person wrote the second movie and made her no one. And then people got pissed. And somebody else wrote the third movie and was like, Dude, we can't make her fucking no one.
0: I, I do. So I that, firmly that, believe they basically had no plan and yeah, had But But,
1: r- well, but here's JJ my thing. Is I confirm that. Well, JJ that, Abrams seemed like, to. Uh, pretty much. A, Confirm that, because he said when he He, wrote the first one, he had a plan, and then he was so surprised by the second one to see all these things that wouldn't really help his plan come to (laughs) fruition, and then was so relieved when he had the chance to write the third one, and he could finish his plan.
2: But 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 here's the thing, is that let's say she... So she's a Palpatine, or she's no one. Those are the two options. No, but I think it's because. But,
1: it's a, the people that did know she was a Palpatine know that she, no matter what, she has to choose who she wants to be. Telling her what her heritage. But I'm asking is.
2: Shy. Like I'm asking Shy you, or for the fans. The fans that. What I'm trying to say is Shy her being no one or her being a Palpatine, in the end, she chooses to be a Skywalker. So does that negate, like, would it have mattered if she ended up being no one and not Uh. really, like, I mean, for the story, it it was cool that she was a Palpatine. In
1: order for it to make sense for her to be that
2: powerful, uh,
1: with the I force, see what, right. she needed okay. to come from something okay. more powerful. She right. couldn't exactly. like there a, a random a, There orphan. was a
0: logic there. If they want to do a story a about a sense. random so orphan, not,
2: okay. So not so much about her choosing Skywalker. That's sort of like cool either way. But for her backstory, it just made it rich. She it, needed it,
1: to come from a powerful background it, in order to be able to do what she did, and for, a, and for it to make sense for. Her to be able to communicate the way that she does with Kylo Ren and to be able to defeat Palpatine, like she needs, she can't just be some random orphan. That's not how it works in this world. Those aren't the rules.
0: Right? Exactly. They've always had some people that were kind of special with the Force and other people that could learn the Force. Now, you know, they, there are some people who make the argument, oh, that's just elitism and dynasties, and I don't think that's the point because so much of this movie. Was also about the people rising up and everyday people making a difference, mm-hmm. and I have researched this because um, a woman named Oh my goodness, I have to get her Twitter. I have to get her Twitter right. But she's been all over Twitter. She reported and overheard. Um, I think her name is like Kaylee Wren or something like that. Um, Kaylee Wren Oh, um, well, anyways, okay, well, you'll get back to. I'll us I'll get back to us. But she overheard someone asked JJ at this uh event what was what was finn trying to tell ray the whole time was it that he loved that her? is
2: true we never find that out so is the, he gonna try to tell her he loves her no, but that's what i the, thought he was the
0: true. answer is and and when i rewatched it it made perfect sense is that he is in fact force sensitive and that he has the he force. says
2: it several times but right. not that he is and her. but but he
0: never tells her that he has the force and that's what he had been meaning to tell her meaning and that goes back to you know people often ask her like wait how is he able to just wield the lightsaber in that fight against Kylo Ren how is he able to you know how is he able to intuit all the things that he intuited and what, what they're and to me that is your story of your average person becoming mm-hmm. the well
1: he has that conversation be- with that other with um, Janna yeah, with who's also a, a deserter, a stormtrooper yeah. deserter.
0: So for me, they gave us that piece, but for the story to work, you needed her to have some something that had to do with either lineage right. or, or a clone or something that... That would,
1: yeah, so JJ is still giving us the thread that everyday people can just be force sensitive, and yeah. they say, "Oh, I had a." It's like he the didn't, feeling. He didn't the feeling.
0: kick that kid with the broom at the end of Last Jedi, and you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, he just he just brought us back to the core story. The other thing is this is that if you watch this as a nine movie saga, which is what his job was to tie up here, Palpatine is a huge piece of it, whether you want to believe it or not, and in the books that have been jettisoned. Uh, the the Extend Universe books, it was long established that Palpatine, and and it hinted, George Lucas hinted, that Palpatine could extend life and extend his life through a natural means. So to me, it only makes sense that you would need something as powerful as Palpatine's line and the Skywalker line Mm -hmm. and all of the Jedis. we now
1: know that the Skywalker line was created through... His dark man, his, through his own exactly dark force. Yeah, that has magic. been confirmed.
0: By the way, the legend and so of now Darth that Plagues. you know that
1: that's confirmed, that makes so much sense that he would need
2: his own. Does he line. say that in the movie? No, no it's
0: it. been confirmed in a recent comic oh. book, in a Darth issue of the Darth Vader comic book, in issue twenty-five. I haven't read it myself. Then he
2: made Anakin.
0: Yeah, the theory all along, which is that the immaculate right. conception mm-hmm. that I've been talking about forever, they just. They confirmed it, and in some ways, I'm glad they confirmed it outside of the movie. I mean, I wish they. Well, but it
2: also it also explains how he could have easily tried to create his own line, even though he's like a thousand billion years old and like clearly disgusting. He could create a progeny, who then maybe wasn't what he had hoped for, and then that person had a a child, and then he hopes he banks on Ray. Right. Well, it it makes sense that he tried to extend his own line. Exactly. Probably he tried to create exception. one through the dark
0: side of the force and then he tried to well, he's like well I've been work, so I'm gonna have to use That's my it. own my own seed right. <laughs> um, okay and so he we,
2: made his son and then or daughter I don't know which one is his and it's then his son. they it's had it it's his son right
0: Villanelle yeah. is his daughter-in-law um,
2: right <laughs> so okay. I was like what do you use." I hate when they do that for like random cameos in movies when it's someone now so but, recognizable but do you know I'm why? like oh, we know who she do you, is do you know
0: why she's in there if they Why ever want to tell the story about that, oh, if they she, ever want to tell that story him. in a Disney show, then you have, I don't She's know the other guy, but it's the same way Joel Edgerton played uh, o, uh, Owen Lars, played Uncle Owen, young Uncle Owen. And apparently he's going to replay that role again in the Obi-Wan got TV lucky. show.
2: They got lucky. Fair with enough. Joel Edgerton. Fair enough. You're right.
0: Um, so, okay. So saddest moment. What was your saddest moment? Like the moment where well, you I, cried. To me, when, I don't know. To I, me, when Leia not. sacrifices her son, yeah. sacrifices herself to her and her yeah, son.
1: I think. Whew. But I think what really actually broke my heart was so watching she died. Chewbacca react yeah. to hearing that oh. she's dead and he's like throwing himself on the floor. And all I could feel was like all of Chewie's losses yeah, and like all this of our planet. losses and like losing Han and losing Luke and losing her. And I just feel like it really... That, on, for I saw me, that was my audience avatar <laughs> in the moment like, of that really feeling that loss was through him. Yeah, like
0: get away, I Paul. Saw, I'm sad. Yeah, it,
2: yeah. I saw a meme that said pouring out for Chewy for soldiering <laughs> on after Han, <laughs> like after losing Han, like because that's but just it like really, everybody like, deeply breaks my heart. And, <laughs> and the when, way when to me it was losing her, like watching when she died on screen, I was bawling for Carrie Fisher. Yeah. I was just like and, so. Sad for her, her daughters in the movie. I just kept being like, "De Jose, that's her daughter," which confused him so much because he was like, "She has a daughter," and I was like, "No, that's the actress is... Da-. I was like, "Forget it." He's like trying to understand Star. I was like, "I should never have said anything." He's like, "Who's her daughter?" Wait, Kylo Ren has a sister. I was like, "Oh shit, never mind." And I just, I, I was. It made I cried. I think more thinking of the actress and what she means to Star. I know how much she means to everybody. Can I just take a quick, a quick second to say that I heard J. J. Abrams say that he'd only ever planned to make one movie with her because he was only supposed to make the first movie. She wrote a book right before she died. And in there she says, or, or she, she, I think it's in her, her last book. She says, you know, thanks JJ. Um, I can't wait to work with you again, or I know I'm working with you again or something like that, but they had no plans to ever work together again. And then she died. And then they're in, he gets to use her image in this movie and they quote unquote work together. And he said like, he felt like that was a premonition that she knew that he was going to finish the whole thing. Oh, wow,
0: and That's, that's, that's he, wild. He
2: feels so like he was so beautiful hearing him uh, talk yeah, about I mean, her. He
0: was the right guy it, to me. Like I said, like every moment of it was exciting. Every moment of it was all of what you'd want to see. If you want to make experimental star Wars films, like do it with the, all the millions of dollars cool. of Disney side projects.
2: Well, that's okay. interesting that you say that because one of the things, Becky, you asked, like, what do people not like? What have some random yeah, people not like? Critis- criticisms well, well, one of, of the criticisms I, I read understand. was that, like, someone who loved Last Jedi because it was, like Shai said – different, took a different turn, had... Um, yeah, they
0: made two 30s so of the movie super useless. It was and really
2: new I'll for do Star Wars. With the overall story. I agreed. But like how the Snoke's room is red and red represents this and that and red, how they use the, they, they used, and Ryan Johnson used the religion of Star Wars, like the religious aspects, and played with it throughout in um, symbiology. Yeah, and but I'll say, you know what he also Wait, did? kind of um, wait it? and how no, wait how the um even to the point where on luke's secluded like monastery like island the caretakers are like nuns okay, yeah, and i'm sure. reading this and i and i'm reading this and i'm like okay i will be happy to watch any other Ryan johnson movie where we taught we use through the use of cinematic expression we explain the complexities of religion But not fucking Star Wars. I'm like, that's not the place to do this. And the criticism was like, this movie, it has so many plot holes. And it follows exactly what you expect. And it's just so typical Star Wars. And I'm reading that I'm like, yeah, Yeah, exactly. Because you're there
1: to watch Star Wars. I mean,
2: I'm literally reading the article the whole time. I'm like, yeah, but I want to watch a Star Wars movie. I don't want to watch something else. Yeah. There's other movies for that.
0: And to me it's about the characters. Everyone's the, hung up on the twists and the, the changes. The core
2: characters
1: were so fantastic and they kept to them and and I think for me that I agree with you shy that really is what, like the whole second act where you're just on this adventure with your
2: core team is
1: and they're so, they, they so, the, so good together,
0: and they—they're so that crew is so good
2: together. Do we all agree that the saddest is Leia dying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, and any variation, form.
0: yeah, in various forms when she died. Mm-hmm. I think there was this moment where she doesn't pass into the force until he passes into the force and to me it was like oh my god she's like she was waiting for him it was like so even that was though one she of was my dead that I wanted to confirm
1: what do you so mean when Kylo Ren becomes Ben again and then when he oh gives she his doesn't life, disappear
2: when she gives. oh you're right no she, no, does, she disappears when he disappears. No, when he disappears when he disappears at the end of the movie that yeah. whole time her body's sitting there right yeah. so basically I I wondered I was like why is she
1: taking so long and becomes part of like the force right becomes like a force ghost yes. or whatever
0: oh so he
2: could come I'm
0: back well but you Ooh, but as saying. we have we've learned in star wars it they can't do it right away like only certain jedis can do it right away so they have to sort of pass through and so the, ben having been in the dark side for so long he would have to do whatever in star wars spirit land to be able to reappear that was one of the quite like one of the debates of oh who were the different people that could have appeared in that final image and so I I think Leia would have had the skill set to automatically put herself through but I just the 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 other the notion that the mother would wait for her son to pass on like she was waiting almost like to guide him through to the to the to the living force Mm -hmm. the to me that's how I imagine that that's what that's what and and there's a lot of neat little things that are there for interpretation. Okay, let's get into MVPs. All right. And notice how I'm not belaboring all the Last Jedi stuff. Like, I'd liked you know, that's like a whole thing that I can harp on. Well, and- I
1: guess Shy, congratulations like- for
2: focusing on the right. new movie that we saw that we all liked. Well, <laughs> I find it ironic that Shy's like, this movie makes me like Last Jedi more. This movie makes me hate Last Jedi more. All I can think about <laughs> is am just story I, I texted that Cheyenne. I didn't explore in right. The Last Jedi that now we I, don't. I texted Shy in the movie and I was like, so what you're saying is up until the big battle at the Emperor's planet, Eg Exegol. Eger- Excelsior Celsius.
0: Ex-
2: sure. Whatever that is. Exagon. Eczema. On his planet. <laughs> Up Hexagon. until that point could have been the second movie. And then the third movie could have been from that with a little bit more elaboration and then the ending, or something like that. Yeah, like so, we what I could I'm have saying
1: spent is- this, we could have spent The Last Jedi actually learning more about Palpatine and his like Sith army that he has there and how the, he collected like, them. And I, I said to Shia,
2: I was like, so basically, this movie, I think pe- so some of the complaints people have at this movie are not necessarily J.J. J. Abrams' fault because they had like, to rush through this movie somewhat because he wasn't going to make a four hour movie I mean, and he only was- had one.
1: You could say rushed. I could also just say they gave me a beat and they moved on. They kept it moving. Yeah, right. they didn't.
0: There wasn't I a lot of like, it, there wasn't a lot of like watching you know, people I walk think, from the ship to the path. Yeah. If they had to get to the path, right. boom, this, they're on the, the path.
2: It's just made me more annoyed that he didn't with. do the second one. Like I didn't
1: all. need a Finn learning to ride um, a horse training scene. It was just like... That's a good point. Yeah. In fact,
0: in this one, there were some funny nods because when they have him riding the horse... In the, in the uh, battle, in, in, the, in the battle, and they go, "Oh, you're doing a good job." And he's like, "One lesson, like not we didn't... bad for one lesson." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're like, we didn't
2: great. You could, you could have said that line or not. Well, I, it doesn't and matter. I said to, I said to Jose, I was like, "There's a few times that they seem to like really like laugh at themselves or joke." Yeah, and I said, "That's the that's in the spirit of Star Wars because." Star Wars can be hokey okay. and fun, but, too. but Star Wars yeah.
0: can be hokey and funny. But I would just say the biggest complaint ultimately that sits with me in the Last Jedi, having watched it again, is that movie breaks the fourth wall. That movie talks directly to the audience so many times. There are so many times where there's like, "Hey guys, this isn't your grandpa's Star Wars anymore." Mm-hmm. And, and whereas this one, it's all about the suspension of disbelief and bringing you into the world. Okay, mm-hmm. MVP. Who was your and I'm, who was your one MVP? I mean, because we've all talked about it, all the amazing performances. Who was your one MVP of this movie?
2: So hard. Can I go? Yeah, Ray. Yeah, go She's ahead. my
1: MVP. Ray is my MVP of this movie. I feel she's like she's so good. She's back on she, top. She's right. She is back on she's top. She's really she good. She had, you know, it was it really from the very beginning of the film to the last shot of the film. They say this is like her journey. And this Daisy is and, and her to quest. me, this Daisy Ridley mission. brought it. Yes. And she brought it and she worked hard and you could feel her pain and her struggle and her triumphs. And I have to tell you, you know, and then and then her her involvement in the different characters like the way that she impacts Kylo Ren to come back and become Ben again. Like she is my MVP. Yeah, I'm with you, For too. Sure. To,
0: to me, this Last Jedi movie. really left me being like, so what's the point of her character? She's just super strong, and there's exactly. no explanation, and now there's exactly. no journey? Like, what is going on? Whereas this one, to me, A, her performance was incredible. Her and performance, B, is, I feel like
2: she also became a better actress through these three movies. I mean, was, I don't know. She was amazing. She, she grew, like so, you can see. So the way that um, Mark Hamill grew through the three movies.
0: So how you about you, Lil? Who's your thing. MVP?
2: I mean, she, I mean, I would. You, it's kind of hard to pick anybody but her because she sort of, I would say that she sort of steals the show, I, in terms of her character. We're saying most valuable player, her character. I mean, she steals. So you can also easily say that in the end of the day, it's also Kylo Ren when he shows up for her mm-hmm. at the end. But um, I, I'm, I'm excited to say that almost everyone is a, up to Carrie Russell's character and the Janna's character, like. To me, every single there was no superfluous characters in this. Even, mm-hmm. I mean, I have honestly, one. I'm saving it for my LBB. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, I have one. I have well, I don't know, but right. what was his name? Boba Frick. Boba oh, Frick, Baba oh my Frick. God, is so wonderful. I love Boba Frick. He, I'm saying, like I said to Shy, it took them nine movies to get a cute, tolerable Star Wars character. <laughs> <You mean laughs> like, like
0: side character, so, like
2: side character, like a Jar Jar. Then you had those Borgs or whatever the hell those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the Ewoks. Gerbil hey, don't mess there. with the Ewoks. The
2: pogs. No, but those are like actual characters. Are you so happy Ewok? Just see, oh, like I'm so face. happy
0: to see the Ewoks.
2: No, but like I don't. Those are actual characters on a. They have a storyline. shy. I mean, just like these, like extras in a movie. And that guy was brilliantly done. When he, at, what and was then he? when. What was his name? <laughs> Boba Frick. Frick. Bobo Frick. Frick. Bobo Frick. Bobo he's Frick. my oldest friend. <laughs> when c 3 po says C-3. he's my oldest friend, I cracked up. This guy, this guy who wrote this article, who's obviously seems like a pretty dumb person, he was like, um it's so it's so what a what a like a a device used when they wipe his memory, just for like emotion, to get at the emotions of the fans. And I was like, no, it was
0: also every single every sense. single emotional thing in the Last Jedi was a manipulation and a twist. This made sense. He's a robot, uh, and they like, of and course, they he- would have a backup of his memory. Like, it's almost amazing that all these years they haven't had a backup of his memory. And it's, and, and also and it's the
2: best when he's like the it's backups not even a aren't reliable. Ba- it's, it's, it's a dig it R two. You only- know what I mean? It's a dig at R two, which also, is also
0: ever since everyone's favorite movie, Empire Strikes Back. No, not even Empire Strikes Back. Even in A New Hope, um, C three PO is always being taken apart and like smashed right. and blown up and, like right?
2: discombobulated. Like, but but, but most
0: hit. importantly, that was that was an important moment where I think he said, "All of this would be nothing. Everything we've gone through, everything we've fought for." And to me, that's how I felt about the movie. If it doesn't end. In a way that's uplifting and they don't win in the right way like then it's not uplifting okay LVP Becky you seem ready
1: rose thank you for finally being like oh rose sweetie we don't need you that's okay you just stay on the planet and organize the ships we don't need you yeah. she's my she's my um i love how they kept throwing um, her in there just to be like no no we don't really need you it's fine
0: stay back on the uh, ship stay on she's
1: the ship. my fine.
2: what is it most improved player most uh, we'll M- get to that yeah am i being I'm just going to say she's my MIP because she's improved because she's not in the movie almost. That actually is also <laughs> great. She improved her character and, and what you're by saying putting is, Baby in a corner. I, I was mean, like, the whole time I was like, look at you in the corner. Not, And this is nothing against the actress. She seems like a wonderful person. And a great actress. I hope I she no does very well. Her, but her it's character the
1: character. Is yeah. The this, is
0: not, this is not her personally. We have nothing against her. So everyone, no, I like, think you she know, seems like a lovely, lovely entirely person. about what they created in that character was this artificially wedged in mm-hmm. device for for I don't even know what her point and I rewatched Last Jedi for the first time since I saw it in the theater and it's really like like Hayden Christensen in Attack of the Clones cringeworthy <laughs> like, <laughs> casting. Like You're just like because again I don't think Hayden Christensen is a bad actor. I think the way they handled that whole thing was just a mess and to me that's the way her the way she is. Um, I can't call her an LVP in this because she um, because she wasn't in it really, really enough. Uh, and, and 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 I think that there's so much sort of controversy around it. I guess if I'm going to have an LVP. Oh. There really
1: isn't much, right? There isn't. There isn't. They don't leave because I feel like everything right. keeps it trim.
0: Yeah, there isn't a lot of extra stuff. I would say if there's an LVP, and it's not really an LVP. I, I didn't love the character design of the... Of the killer Jedi guy who killed Rey's parents, I would have liked him to have been a little more ominous. Maybe look like Darth Maul or kind from Darth like Maul's planet. Pro. Like, yeah, he looks a little too frog-like, and I would have liked someone that we could then have a really cool spin-off story about He's kind of nondescript, so, so, so I would.
1: We could bounce into a question. Uzubuzu so or whatever, just,
0: whatever his name was. You just, Uchi Uchi Uchi, you recap
1: Uchi, that for Uchi. Me? Palpatine hired him to get. To kidnap Rey and bring him to Palpatine on Excelsior. Yeah. Exegol. Exegol. On and But Rey's parents hide her on Jakku first. So he kidnaps Rey's parents and then just and murders just them.
2: No, yeah. he, he murders
0: them in the process of he trying to... He murders
1: them in the process of trying to find her. To get her. them to but give her up. But then he gets lost on, he falls point? in the sand thing and then he thing falls eats in him, the, him this up thing. yeah and then he never actually even leaves jacko no his ship has been mysteriously there for years, for years and skywalker and luke eaten, goes to find it and he was eaten by the snake and luke okay got it yeah but it was but it wasn't
0: like, like he's on Jaco, the only was on the other like one he, with he the murdered the tracking them device. and he was supposed to keep going and then he fell in that same pit but he got eaten and that got was it. the end of that
2: and so the rumor, I guess, was that he would have been the only one with a tracking device to get to Ex- Benedict, well, the, Plant, whatever well, that place is called. <laughs> and and so, so that's where he, he would have had the tracking device there, or the, the in, way to get the tracking in, in device. In Star Wars, right? there's
0: a lot of little devices like that, whether it's the Jedi holocrons or the Sith versions of it that are essentially sort of like bewitched devices that connect you to some element of the force whether to give you the directions to go somewhere or something or or to to communicate with a past living person and so um so clearly there was probably many of these wayfinders but there's only two left at that point the one that he had and the one that um uh, Well he Kylo didn't Ren, end up having Kylo he just Ren a knife
2: with the directions to get to oh,
0: right, yeah well the, there was and one Luke-
2: that that's what Luke was after the, when the, he was looking for his ship.
0: The two places that they found them where Kylo Ren's at the beginning, I believe, is Musafar, which is the planet where Anakin gets his arms chopped off and he melts, and eventually Darth Vader builds his like castle that you see in Rogue One. So that's where. So one of them was Darth Vader's, and the other one is the Emperor's that was sitting in the old throne room. So, so th- those are the mm, ones that were. That left. Makes sense. Okay, and so, we uh, don't
2: really know then why Yoshi has the knife that tells you how to get there?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, it could be that the emperor gave it to him.
2: So that he would know how to bring the parents back. Yeah,
0: or he picked... I don't know. These are things that we don't really need to know the answer to. But it makes sense, Uh, though. He had to then
2: go get a tracking device to get back to the secret planet to get to the emperor.
0: Okay, so uh, your MIP, my MIP is going to be... Finn and John Boyega, not because they aren't awesome, but because I loved what they did with him in this movie. I thought that his acting was amazing. I thought everything that had his character do was so central to the story. And him reconnecting with the other lost children of the stormtroopers, which should have been what they did with him last was, time yeah, instead of sending him to Dubai to go kangaroo that racing. That would have been way
2: cooler. I also love finding out that he wasn't an anomaly. Because the whole time, we, I'm assuming that he's just one out of thousands and thousands of these clones or kidnapped kids that got a conscience. And it's really yeah. cool to know that it's not just this off, one-off thing.
0: To me, to bring that, that, that child soldier Ooh, story question. home is great.
1: Can you explain the ending with Lando and what's her name? So
0: that's also, I read that that's also been explained in the companion book, is that, so she may or may not be, so Lando apparently settled down. I was going to say, it looked like
2: it was his daughter.
0: Had a child, and that child was kidnapped and taken by the Empire. So either that's his daughter, or it's just someone who the same thing happened to, and he is going to help her, and he can relate, and he's going to help her. I'd watch that TV show or movie or whatever. I'd watch a movie of just her and Lando freaking out. You know, tracking. She was down, great.
2: She was like, a fantastic tracking character. Tracking down and
0: saving the really children, the sort of lost children of the like, empire. That, to that me would be amazing.
2: Feels like
1: a, a small but a small additional character, but that gives you something more to the story. And not again to hate on Rose, but I don't know what she's giving me in terms of story in Last Jedi, whereas. This character, what's her name again? She's just like Dan. a Jana. spunky mechanic. Danic. What That's she's it. doing is she's furthering the Finn storyline, giving us some more depth about the idea that there are other people, there are other yeah. kidnapped children that she, have some sense of force in them. She, you know, it's, it's adding. she also is
2: working with the other most improved player. Who's that? Those horse goats. Oh, the horse goats
0: were way better than the kangaroo
2: Exactly. Hello. Have we seen? Because you know why they also like took some horses and dressed them up in Muppet costumes, like (laughs) like you're damn well supposed to, as opposed to like some CGI bullshit. You know what I mean? Like I was like, oh, of course those horse a, boars they're like horse boars i was like those guys look amazing and, and the, they're not annoying they just look like horses with the, gigantic tusks and the
0: way they use them for a ground invasion on a
2: fantastic it
0: was fantastic like, and it, it's echoes of the useful. way the the ewoks fought against the mm-hmm. empire like using low tech in a believable way i thought that was awesome and it was finn graduating to be a general right like Poe mm-hmm. goes to him and says, "I can't do this alone. I need you to be the other general." Like to me, that was that was amazing, mm-hmm. and 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 that also by good the way, character
2: development from Poe too, because he kind of gets like in check.
0: Well, they they really they they, I they mean, do I, redeem I'll him give... from
1: the last movie where he's just like no one's yeah. telling me anything. I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah, where his mistakes
0: know? basically cause the slaughter of ton- him between him and all the other people not telling each other things. They basically yeah. get everybody killed. But I but I will say, Ryan Johnson does set up having more depth in Poe and Poe transitioning to be the successor to Leia in a more believable, like the, his move in this one is more believable because of where they took him in the last one. And I'll say, I think I feel that way. A, I'm not saying I love the way they did Luke in that other movie, but Hamill's performance was great in that movie. I liked the way Luke grabs her lightsaber. She's about ah, to throw it away and say, there's cool. no way to treat a lightsaber because to me that's, and then he said, A I, "I was wrong. It's completing the circle." I feel like the people who wanted the Last Jedi's trajectory to continue, they're like, "We want the story to end with Kylo Ren becoming the Empire, killing everybody, and they dig up Luke's body and they let those boars you know, defile it." Like that's I feel like what people wanted. <laughs> they were like, and I'm like, "No, that's why, why would you? Why is. would you want? Why would you want?" If you go back to the original Star Wars, right? It's Luke's journey, redeeming mm-hmm. his father. What well, we're going to end on him becoming... Uh, him being flawed, I'm good with that. He was flawed. Cool. But him coming back and him having to go into the living force to complete that journey, I got that. It was Did you satisfying. expect he'd be
2: in the movie more?
0: No, I thought that was I thought that was about it. I thought he might have been the one... I thought he was going to haunt Kylo Ren because of the way Ryan Johnson said, see you around, kid. But to me, I read the see you around kid now as that see on he, the other side. He's realizing that Ben actually may be able to be redeemed and that in that and that um, and that he'll see him in the living force. Cuz if you if you're a Sith and you die, you find out what happens to them. They basically go into Palpatine as opposed oh. to going into the living force. Like remember he says oh, all the Sith yeah. are inside me. Oh yeah. Um, I think it was JJ Abrams or Chris Terry who was saying that like that's the difference between the Jedi and the Sith and that's why you had to have that final confrontation. The Jedi, it's like this generosity of spirit that flows through generations, whereas this this, it's concentrated into one being who wants it and all the, for themselves. And they don't
2: all go into Ray automatically because they're not doing the ritual that that... Well, yeah, he's whatever some that. creepy
0: blood ritual thing.
2: Right, but she then kills him, but without the ritual, then it doesn't work.
0: Well, it's not even just that she kills him. The way I read it is that she redirects his energy with the two lightsabers Anakin's and Leia's and the force of all the Jedi's with her. And so to me, that's why he's able to be vaporized and it's not a murderous killing. It's a true self-defense as opposed to her striking him down. It's a defensive, it's a defensive posture right. where she's essentially deflecting what he is, his evil.
2: Right. Um, okay, that's a good point.
0: Okay. Who is your favorite Easter egg or cameo?
1: Oh, I don't, I'm not, like, baby brain. You have to, like, give me a list of, like, four. Okay, so four to me,
0: mine was Wedge What's appearing the- in the final battle with Lando because yeah. he and Lando are the ones who blew up the second Death Star together, and he's the old friend. I when, knew
2: when I saw him, I was, like, shy so excited right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, it's Wedge. Josh texted me afterwards, and he was, like, Wedge. Aw,
2: that's so cute. Um,
0: what about, okay, so there's, there's Lando, there's... I mean, uh,
2: that's Becky's brand new baby. There's
0: Maz. <laughs> I kan- would say... Maz Kanata kind of hanging around. No,
2: there. I would say Lando but... takes the cake. I like when Lando. I would say it's Lando. Up, sure.
0: Lando, yeah. I just love that Lando is hanging out on the Ma. Burning Man planet because to I me, I find sure. that totally believable. Yeah. Me and Luke were out here looking for a Jedi thing, and I just stayed to party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that's what
2: it sounds like. Just like hanging out. Yeah. Uh...
0: Uh, all right. Um, are, do you guys have any final questions?
2: Or? I just quickly wanted to know what you thought. How did you think it? Did you think it was well done, or did you think it was done well enough? The use of her digi- putting digitally putting Carrie Fisher in. I thought
1: it was done so
0: well. I think it was better than when so, she floated through space and she was, was
1: alive done, for that. I thought it was done really well because they didn't. Because yeah. they didn't. Um. Because like, it was clear that they didn't try and. Because that's one of the complaints by with some her. people. By no, I thought it was so tastefully done.
0: Yeah, it's far more tastefully than what they did with the her floating in space thing and she was alive well, for that. It was
1: also clear that they didn't try to create new like they didn't have it some actor doing something and then CGI her face on them to try and create new performance or new scenes. They used found footage and then just composited her into scenes, which I thought worked incredibly well. And, and I very think smart.
0: And I think if kids watch it many years later they and you don't tell them, they'll just be like, That was a little of an awkward dialogue, whatever and they'll move on. But I think it was great, and I think a lot of the best parts were done without... I don't think
2: kids often talk about dialogue being Uh, awkward. I I, I, (laughs) I think think we're fine. I I think ultimately
0: what they did with her that didn't have her face, meaning her sitting down and appearing in that shrouded image, was as or more powerful than anything else. And it was people talking to her, Ray, give Daisy Ridley a ton of credit, who really... Ca- Had to like, carry the power talking, of Leia, right. or or when, or when Finn and or when Finn and Poe are arguing, and, and he says I'm not Leia, and Fo, and posts, and Finn says that's that you know you're damn right. Like to okay. me, that was how they used her character, and 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 so the CGI part was just yeah, okay, she's alive, um, but. I was gonna. I was not gonna be as okay with her die. I didn't. I didn't love that each of them died in each movie. I kind of wanted to see one of them still be alive at the end. But I, I think in the end, particularly with her having to have no, her die, they, they, they yeah, they, I don't they think they had a choice. It, they used it really well. Um, Back. Any final questions or thoughts?
1: Mm, not, not at the moment. I feel like I asked my questions as they popped up.
0: Either way, I love it. I think that all the Last Jedi people out there who are now complaining that their storyline didn't go exactly the way they wanted, I'm like, suck it. Suck it, I'm just going <laughs> to Suck it. Um, number two, J.J. did an amazing job. I think if they do something else, so they need to have a showrunner running the whole thing. They need to have somebody... Commit to being the person who's driving the vision. Like Favreau, right? You need a Favreau. You need a, there's a few people who can do it. No, in I the just world. mean
2: like with the Mandalorian, exactly. like not just doing the first episode.
0: Right. You need Favreau, J.J. J. Abrams. I think Taika Waititi could be good. I think Kevin Feige is going to end up in charge of Star Wars in the end anyway, the guy who did the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But you need mm-hmm. somebody who's guiding the story and not having like a committee and then producers sort of talking to the committee. And I think that's what you know like George Lucas you can complain about his individual decisions but in the end of the day it was his and he had a vision and he was taking it somewhere i think that that's what i would recommend they do now what is your my, i have my pitch for the next star wars movie
1: there's another star wars movie no no
0: this is my pitch okay oh. my pitch imperfect so it's you, you go 350 years in the future you have to like in my view like end the ray story here and there's 100 years of peace or 200 years of peace the Jedi get rebuilt. Little things happen here and there. You can fill it out with an animated show, whatever. But, like, Rey is successful. She changed, She trains generations of Jedis. Among those people she trains is Baby Yoda. And since Baby Yoda will live to be 900 years old, like original Yoda, you go a few hundred years into the future so that you are not burdened by the old story. And you can have Baby Yoda, a beloved character, and some sort of cool, futuristic so he's samurai. Like teenage Yoda now. Yeah. It's like 300 years later. Exactly. Futuristic Jedi Yoda. And then you can have Rey come back as a Force ghost and guide him. And that can be the connection to that story. But then it's no longer it, a Skywalker story. Did you...
2: And wait, quick question. Sorry, continue.
0: So so that's my did, pitch.
2: Um. Did you like when you heard all the voices...
0: Yeah, that was great. And yeah. not only that, the voices were not There's just... There's all
2: the actors. Those well, were all and, the actors. And, and they
0: brought in actors from, voiceover the, from the animated shows, too, as well. They brought in the voice of Ahsoka Tano, the voice of Canon Jaris, the voice of... So
2: uh, you even appreciated it more.
0: Well, yeah. I, mean, I was I,
2: just like, Samuel, Jackson, and Yoda.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, the other ones. But what that means is that it it, it elevates those stories further and those Jedis as having played a crucial role in being part of the living force because Ahsoka Tano has not died in the story yet. And she's also sort of not exactly a Jedi anymore at where she is in the story. So the idea that she is in the living force and part of this is a cool, cool thing. And Ahsoka Tano is Anakin's um, is she's his apprentice. So, so there's a lot of connection there. Okay. With that, Becky, where can people follow you?
1: At PaperBKPrincess on Twitter.
0: Lily, where can people follow you?
2: Chichi, C H I C H I K, Gomez on Twitter.
0: And you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table, Pancake4 table, on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Fry Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram as well. And then you can follow us at Friday Night Movie Pod. Please rate and review us on iTunes and any other place you listen to podcasts. It's a free thing to do that really helps out the podcast. Our theme song will cook in is by What Does It Eat?
2: And subscribe. And subscribe. Yeah, do all those things. You don't miss.
0: And we will dance. Later, guys. Bye. Bye. Love you.
2: Love you. How are you guys the only one there.
1: Well, we orchestrated this very carefully. Miri is napping. Allie took the girls Whoa. bowling. Sunny is being a little turtle face cutie pie. Mom and dad are going to the grocery store. And Vlad is petchking. Yeah, but just mm-hmm. so you
0: know, before that, mom was washing the floor and sitting next to us. Which, by the way, is
1: incredibly nice of her to wash my floor. Yeah. So we're like the worst children ever for complaining that she's washing my floor. Are you going to eat
2: those... Pretzel poppers the whole time. What do they look wanted,
0: like? I just want to look at them. They're like little it. waffly things. and I I personally, my favorite is the smoky fig roasted garlic dip.
1: Mm, I'm still all about that mustard. Um, and it has got me but how did you find
2: train. her mustard? I thought she said it was discontinued. Oh, my God. Becky would never call me again if I crunched that loud in the, in the <laughs> phone. I've, like, been eating an orange, like a slice of mandarin, and Becky will be like...
1: You're really gonna have to if call you me back keep chewing
2: that loudly i cannot talk to you on the phone i have
1: like very um what's the word
2: specific Discri- i have
1: discriminatory misophonia where just the sound of, of my own family eating makes me want to rip my ears off. But the sound of anyone else eating is fine.
0: Becky's ability to make up diseases
1: Oh, Kate, Lily, can we please amazing. talk about something? Didn't you once get a rash from eating hold too on, many hold on. salty? Can we start the show? Yep. Okay, 100%. no one believed me that I got a salt rash yesterday.
2: I got a salt rush. You, you were there I, when it I, happened to me. I
1: know and I ate too much salt yesterday and I broke out into hives all over my face and arms and everyone's like you're having an allergic reaction and I'm like no I ate too much salt. No it's
2: it's from the salt.